Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Shore Stories podcast. Today, we have a really great guest, and we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to hear a lot about her experience working with the Harvest Project and trips she's taken to Uganda. So let me welcome in our guest today. It's Wendy Hebert. Wendy, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Of course. So good to have you. Uh, Let me start by asking you, uh, how did you end up at the Shore Church? And tell me a little bit about yourself and your family. So I've been going to the Shore Church for about seven years. Uh, My husband and I, before that, we were at a church out in Surrey, and we moved back to the North Shore, and we're just looking for a new place. And we had heard good things about Westside, and so we actually started going to Westside downtown. And then shortly after, uh, there was the the Westside plant on the North Shore. So that's how we ended up. Awesome. And and what do you do day to day? Um, well, day to day, uh, I have three young boys. Okay. Um, Eli, That's a full-time job right there. Yeah. Uh, Eli is eight, Seth is seven, Jesse is four. So okay. I'm a mom and I also work at Harvest Project okay. and I run a nonprofit organization in Uganda called Access Knowledge Africa. Awesome. And that's probably the main reason I I was excited to have you on here to hear about that because I know you and Danielle Langley from our church as well just took a trip over to Uganda. Could you tell us a bit about that and your involvement in that? Sure. Thanks. Um, So we went to Uganda uh, for 10 days. And the reason we went, um, so I go to Uganda every couple of years just to check in on my organization. Um, Our organization is Access Knowledge Africa, and we provide literacy services Mm. to children and adults. We have a children's library in a village. We have eight mini libraries Mm. in schools in the area. We do mobile literacy programs in different schools. Mm. We run computer classes. We have a scholarship and we do adult literacy classes. So yes, I go in to check in on things every couple of years and Danielle had expressed an interest in going to Uganda someday. So I said, hey, why don't you come with me? So really cool. that's, that's how awesome. that all worked out. How did that all begin? So about, uh, when was it? I'd say 10 years ago, uh, I'm, I took a trip to Uganda. So my husband, Neil, his cousin had started a nonprofit organization there okay. called Sunrise Center. It's mm-hmm. a preschool and a health clinic. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she started that organization is she married a man from Uganda. And so she started this in his village. Mm. And I had always had an interest in going to Africa. So I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity. I'll just go there and see what it's like. And so I went to volunteer. My husband came with me. And while we were there, we felt really called to do something of our own. Mm. And we noticed that there was a real interest in computers and books. And so we decided to start our own organization. So that's how it started. That's really cool. And what is the town that you guys set up shop in? So it's called Bandakayandaza and it's a small village. It's about an hour east of the capital city, which is Kampala. Okay, and so to get there, I'm, you fly into the the capital city? Uh, you fly into a city called Entebbe, which is okay. about a 45-minute drive from the capital city. Okay, I know nothing about any of this, so I'm learning along with okay. everyone else here. Really cool. That's awesome. And then uh, this recent trip, what was the main purpose of it? Just to go check in on everything? and. Yeah, so it was really, for me, it was just to go check in. Really cool. And, yeah, and, you, and you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that Danielle came along with you. Danielle also came along. Um, yes. and, and she went, and what was her role when she was there? Um, she was really just um, kind of like shadowing what I was doing. Um, we went around and we checked in on all of our mini libraries. Mm-hmm. And Danielle, um, one of the other reasons I asked her is that she was a consultant for Osborne Books. So I knew oh, that she had right. a real interest in okay. children's literacy. So, okay. yeah. And is this something that, other people at the shore could perhaps do one day if they ever felt inclined to do so to go along with you yeah there's lots of volunteer opportunities there uh, so 
our organization, my husband and I, our organization, Access Knowledge Africa, it runs under the banner of Sunrise Center, okay. my husband's cousin's organization. And so there's a school, there's a health clinic, so if we mm. have any teachers or medical professionals, if there are doctors or nurses or mm. you know, dentists, dental hygienists, anybody who wants to go and maybe share some skills, that's definitely an option. Wow, really cool. And yeah. other than actually going there and being on the ground, are there ways that people can support this from here? Absolutely. Uh, if anybody wants to make a financial donation, mm -hmm. they can certainly do that. The yeah. reason why we run our organization under Sunrise Center is that it's a registered charity. So we can issue tax receipts. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where can people go to find more information about this? So uh, Access Knowledge Africa has a Facebook page. You can okay. find us on Facebook and follow us. And then there's a website for Sunrise Center. So if you just Google Sunrise Center. Okay. And I am in the process of building a new website for Access Knowledge. It's just not done yet. Oh, really cool. And I think what I'll do too is I'll put those links that you just mentioned into the notes for this podcast. So you can just click on those in the details. Yeah. Make it really easy for people. Great. Awesome. And. Let's talk about your, your time at Harvest Project. Mm -hmm. uh, and so how did you end up there exactly? Okay, so this is a long and interesting story. All right, here we go, buckle up. So back when I was about 15 years old, I remember one night my mom was driving me somewhere and we were driving along Esplanade, which is where Harvest Project was originally located. And I remember we drove by Harvest Project mm. and I'd never seen it before, but this voice popped into my head and this had never happened to me okay. before. This voice popped into my head and it said, Harvest Project, someday you're gonna work for that organization. Wow. And I thought, what the heck was that? Because yeah. I wasn't a Christian at the time and this had never happened before. So I kind of just like put that aside because it was weird. And then 12 years later, I was going through kind of a hard time in my life. Um, so I had been out of university for a couple of years. I'd done a degree in cultural anthropology, which was really interesting, oh, but cool. it didn't translate into any kind of job. Right. I'd been married for a couple of years and my husband's career was really taking off. And I kind of just felt like I was being left in the dust and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing with my life. So I went through a bit of a, I guess a depression. Okay. And Every like week or so, I would just have a breakdown and I'd start crying, like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Mm. So one of the times, one of the first times this happened, my husband, Neil, said to me, he's like, you know what, like, you should just start looking around at jobs. Like, just, you know, you'll figure it out, but you need to start looking at things. So that evening, I went on the computer and I looked at a job site. And the first job that popped up was a job at Harvest Project. Wow. And it was a job that I wasn't qualified for, but it kind of triggered that memory of when I was 15. Mm. But I didn't act on it. Sure. I just, I just kind of remembered it. And then about a week later, I had another breakdown one evening. We're sitting on the couch watching TV and I just started crying. Mm. And so my husband, to cheer me up, he found a council meeting on TV. I used to love watching the council <laughs> meetings when they were televised. I've okay. always had an interest in municipal wow. politics. Yeah. <laughs> so he put on this council meeting and at this particular meeting, the executive director at the time was speaking to council okay. about why they needed to support Harvest the, Project. Oh, the director of Harvest Project. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. So that was twice. Wow. And then I still didn't do anything. Yeah. And then the next week, this happened again. And I remember it was a Saturday night. We're watching TV, and I just started crying. Mm. And I went back on my computer, and again, that position at Harvest Project was the first one that came up. Mm. And then the next day we went to church. We were going to North Lonsdale United Church at the time. Okay. And that morning the guest speaker was the executive director from Harvest Project <laughs> telling people that they need to go, needed to go down and get involved. Wow. And so then I finally decided, okay, yeah. I need to go down to Harvest Project. Enough signs already. Yeah. Enough signs. I'm stubborn, but you know, four times I couldn't ignore that. Yeah, sure. 
So I started volunteering for Harvest Project three days a week mm. in the grocery depot and clothing boutique, helping clients pick out groceries and clothing. Mm. And then after being there for about four months, um, a job position came up, volunteer coordinator, that okay. I felt I was qualified for. I applied for it and I got it. So I've been working at Harvest since 2007 in a variety of roles. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So really cool story there. Um, really cool to see how God was pushing you many times along mm -hmm. the way. Just kind of like the human experience that... Sometimes we just like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And just takes a lot of pushes for us Absolutely, sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm stubborn, so it took four times. <laughs> right. And so I guess I should have said this, asked this before, but at a high level, can you explain like what is Harvest Project and what do you guys do there? Sure. So Harvest Project helps people on the North Shore who are going through hard times. And um, the way that we help them is we meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. We figure out what's going on in their lives. Mm. We help them to set goals that mm. will get them back on their feet. And while they're, um, while they're working towards those goals, they can come into Harvest Project once a month and they can shop for free groceries for themselves and their families. Mm. They can pick up clothing for themselves and their children. And we also try to connect them with other resources in the community that can help them. Mm and we pray with them as amazing. well. That's the most important piece. Yeah, yeah we're really, amazing. we're trying to get people back on their feet and our motto is extending a hand up, not a handout. That's great. And so it sounds like there's a lot of ways that people can help out. Absolutely. You wanna give us a few or all of them? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I think Harvest Project is a great place for people in the Shore Church to be involved because mm. our mission is to make Jesus known here. And I don't think there's any better place that you can do that than at Harvest Project. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a great place for people from our church is on our client care team. Okay. I'll tell you a little bit about what it's like to be on our client care team. Mm. So our primary client care volunteers are called client care partners. Okay. The client care partners are the ones who meet with our clients every month. Um, they listen to our clients. It's not counseling, but you know you need to just you know provide a listening ear. Sure. Uh, they help our clients to set goals, mm. and they meet with our clients every month for coaching, just to see you know how they're doing with their goals, if new goals need to be set. So that's also being an accountability partner. Mm. They connect the clients to other resources, and they pray with them. Mm. So that's a, that's a great place for people in our church. And there's yeah. a couple of other roles in there as well, like you know doing assessments of right. new clients. And another need that we really have right now is for a child volunteer for mm -hmm. one or two child minding volunteers mm -hmm. so we're trying to provide that service for our clients because as you can imagine you know like if somebody comes in like a mother and she has no one to watch her kids and she's trying to talk to a client care partner about mm -hmm. an abusive relationship or severe mental health issues it's really hard if her child is right there so yeah, sure. if there was anyone who had you know a couple of hours to spare once a week we would gladly welcome yeah, you as a child minder sure. that would Definitely. be great one of, one of the ministries I love there, and uh, I'm not sure how much you can speak to this one specifically, is Gifts of Love. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just actually got a list from one of your colleagues, which I'm going to roll out to our community groups this week. Um, could you speak to the Gifts of Love program a bit? Absolutely. Awesome, so um, for the Gifts of Love program, we get information about specific families. Um, everything's anonymous, but we get you know a wish list mm -hmm. from family and let's say um, you find out it's a mom and she's got you know an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son and you get a list of the specific items that they want and then you purchase those items and they have a really amazing Christmas because of that amazing. it's a really high-impact program yeah and yeah. so that's something that um, community groups are going to be um, sent that information all about that really soon but there's also gonna be an opportunity for those who aren't in community groups we're gonna have a couple opportunities for you to buy 
gifts for families um, as well. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to have a lot of information on our website. And if you're in a community group, your leaders will tell you about that. But it's a really great, great way that we can bless people uh, in the Christmas season. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for telling us about uh, your your life at Harvest and how we can support there. Again, I'll post links online on the de- in the details of the podcast so you can see where you can help out. And feel free to talk to Wendy anytime at church mm-hmm. on Sunday or shoot her an email or uh, let me know and, and we can get you in touch if you have any other questions. But let's, uh, let's spend some time chatting about your life, Wendy, if that's okay with you. All right, sounds good. Awesome. So where did you grow up? I grew up right here in North Vancouver. Oh, you did? Yeah. Awesome. So your whole life you've been North Van? Most of my life, uh, except while I was in university, I okay. lived in Kitsilano and Carisdale for okay. a while, and then Marple for a bit after yeah. I got married, and then Toronto gotcha. for a bit. But yeah, I'd say all of but seven years I've been on the North Shore. Awesome. And what I know about people who live in North Van forever, because I'm one of them, mm-hmm. is that we never want to leave. No. So do you plan on never leaving? <laughs> uh, I think that, you know, like long term, I would like to be here, but I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to living somewhere else for a few years sure. and then coming back. For sure. I'd <laughs> always so want to come back. Yeah, yeah, it's so great here. It's so great. It here. is. What was life growing up for you like here? It was it was good and bad. Mm. Um, so when I was 11, my dad passed away. Mm. So I don't always have great memories of my childhood mm. and high school years, but you know, I was always blessed with good friends and mm. yeah. Did you, were you attending church when you were a kid? Did, did you believe in Jesus? You know, I, we didn't attend church. Mm. Um, I think I always knew God though, because I remember when my dad passed away, my dad had a heart attack mm. and he was dead probably half an hour later. But right after he had the heart attack, I remember my mom sent me down to our basement cause she didn't want me to see anything with the paramedics. And when I was down there, I remember saying to God, um, you need to save my father or I won't believe in you anymore. Mm. So I must have had something. Yeah. Um, It's just interesting. Yeah. And I will say I was always growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of Christians. So my mom's parents were Roman Catholic. My dad's family, like my extended family, there was a mix of Baptists and Methodists and four square Pentecostals. And my grandfather was from a Mennonite family in Mm. Manitoba. So I had a really wide you know exposure to different types of christians yeah mm-hmm. and so you were 11 years old when your dad passed it was away the day before my 12th birthday did yeah. you have siblings as well no i'm an only child oh, mm-hmm. so what was that like for you and your mom going through all that for the next couple of years and probably even hurts now even talking about it yeah it was really hard mm. um i don't i don't have a lot of specific memories sure. it's a bit of a blur to me really yeah mm. it was quite a life shock right definitely yeah that's yeah. tough and so how did you eventually um, start coming to church and believing in Jesus and, mm-hmm. and all that? So I met my now husband, Neil, when yeah. I was about 21. Okay, where'd you guys meet? I like the juicy questions. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear this stuff. Okay, so we met in a bar, but <laughs> okay. it was not random. Was it in North Van? Uh, no, it was actually downtown. It was okay. uh, Bar None. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know if Bar None is still around. I'm not really know. in That's the bar question. scene anymore. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Good question. And um, it was actually Halloween. Okay. And what were so, you dressed up as? You know what? Neither of us were dressed <laughs> oh, up. So, you guys so we kind of bonded yeah. over that. <laughs> That's good. <kid. laughs> 
and um, the way we met. So we were both in university. I was at UBC. Neil was at SFU. And some of my high school friends mm -hmm. were at SFU and were friends with Neil. So I was out with them, and he happened to be oh, with them. Okay. So that's how we met, that's through great. friends, yeah. but at a bar. Okay, gotcha. And so Neil grew up in the Canadian Reformed Church okay. um, out in the valley. And we dated for a few months, and the church thing didn't really come up. Mm. And one day he asked me, like, hey, this is a big part of my life. Do you want to come to church with me? And I wasn't, I wasn't really resistant. But, you know, I wasn't, like, looking to be a Christian. But I, I was kind of interested. And so I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to come with my, like, cultural anthropologist hat yeah, on. And I'm sure. going to observe yeah. and see what you people do. Sure. So that's kind of how it started. And so yeah. what... What church? You attended his church, the one mm -hmm. on the valley? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. interesting. It was actually out in Delta. I guess that's not really the valley. I kind of think like anything Yeah, sure. Anything away from that. That's a North Man mindset. <laughs> totally. Sure. And so what happened along the way that made you start to think like, or get intrigued, like God might be real? Like, so what happened is, so I went for just a few months, like observing. And then Neil went away for about a month. He and his best friend, they did a road trip down mm -hmm. the Baja to Cabo. Cool. And I kept going to church on my own. And because he was away, I had a lot of time on my hands in the evening. You know, we'd been hanging out together mm -hmm. a lot. And so I started reading the Bible. And I read through mm -hmm. all the Gospels. Oh, and wow. at some point, it became something that I believed versus something that I was just reading. So I, I, there mm -hmm. wasn't a specific moment. Amazing. But it happens during that month that he was away. Yeah, so. that's amazing. Well, praise yeah. God for that because yeah, I know absolutely because it really is all on him that he opened up your heart while you were reading. Because sure. a lot of people read and and it's like, just a story whatever. and it's yeah yeah. So yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And yeah. then so you felt like from that point you believed that Jesus was your savior and absolutely. died for you, all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And now you guys are leading a community group together. We are. We're co-leading okay. with Sean and Danielle Langley. Good. And what's that experience been like? Oh, it's been great. Yeah. Um, we have a great community group. Lots yeah. of young families, yeah. kids everywhere. We actually meet crazy. at Mina and Marie Nassim's house. Okay. They have a yeah. great space for families, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And so has you, have you ever had a moment in your life where you can think back? I mean, obviously, your dad passing was difficult, but maybe something when you had already accepted Jesus into your life where your faith had gotten you through that? Hmm. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. <laughs> That's okay. I need a minute to yeah, think. Yeah, no worries. Hmm. Or perhaps there's a difficult season that you went through and um, you weren't sure what was going on in it, but you can look back on it now and see that God was working in that. You know, I can't think of a like specific experience since my dad dying, um, but I will say like motherhood has mm. been kind of a hard experience for me. Mm. Um, it didn't come naturally to me. And having three boys quite yeah. close together, yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of days that are difficult, and yeah. I always have to remind myself that Jesus is there and mm -hmm. I'm not alone. And yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, mean, I can tell you that I have two brothers. We're mm -hmm. all two years apart. Oh, and we were crazy <laughs> as kids, but now we're all three of us are best friends, and like, we all live in North Van. So there's a that's it's worth so encouraging. It. It's Thank worth you, Jordan. It. It's Thank gonna you. be worth it. Yeah, Thanks. no, we love each other. We hang out all the time. Still, all of our wives get along. Like. But oh, we did cause it. a ruckus when we were kids, so uh -huh, uh -huh. you'll be okay. <laughs> and they're going to be thankful for it. Thanks. <laughs> um, so let me, let me ask you one more question here. How do you, how do you experience God in, in your day-to-day -day life? Do you have any kind of scheduling to do where you like to read certain things or pray certain things? Or what's your devotional life like? 
So I actually, um, I do a devotional in the morning, the Tim Keller Amazing. devotionals. Yeah. Um, Proverbs is one of them, and then there's one on Psalms. So it was actually Christina Hutchinson who recommended mm -hmm. them to me. So I try to, at minimum, do those. Mm -hmm. And then actually at Harvest Project, as a team, we're talking about kind of doing um, Bible study on our own, learning about what how God wants us to treat the poor and what mm. our response should be. There's over 2,000 verses in the Bible about the poor. Yeah, so I'm true. trying to find a study plan specifically for that. So mm. that'll, that's on my list. That's good. I like yeah. that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Wendy. It's uh, been really great having you on and hearing about your time in Uganda and, and Harvest Project and hearing a bit about you. And again, like I said, I know that Wendy would be more than happy to chat with anyone who's interested in any of these ministries or helping out with her, her nonprofit. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Jordan. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks again to Wendy. And if you're looking for more details about any of the things we talked about, uh, I'll put links to these websites in the show notes in the details section. So feel free to check those out. Thanks a lot, everyone. And have a great day. Mm -hmm.